Welcome aboard the Travel DJ Blend Podcast. Rest assured, your captain and host, Brian B., has logged extensive destination event miles as a headlining private event DJ. So expect to reach new heights each and every episode. Your captain will cover everything from DJ tips and tricks, travel hacks, and entrepreneurial advice. Keep your seat in the upright position while we bring you interviews with industry pros, pop culture commentary, and of course, music recs. The perfect blend. The fasten seatbelt sign is on, as we will likely experience turbulence from knowledge nuggets and truth bombs being dropped regularly. You're going to need your tray table, as taking notes is optimal. Smoking is prohibited on this flight, but your mindset shift will be fire. Your crew will be elevating the conversation and challenging the status quo. We know you have a choice when you fly this high, and we thank you for choosing the Travel DJ Blend Podcast. Here's your captain, Brian B. Enjoy your flight. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel DJ Blend. I'm Brian B., your host, your captain, guiding you through another episode. If this is your first time, thanks for checking me out. Appreciate it. To give you a little preview on what you can expect on these episodes, I have three areas of focus. One is 301 business strategies. The second is one-of-a-kind music finds. And the third is travel hacks. So every episode will touch on one of those three or a combination of those three topical areas. Today's episode, I'm entitling How to Prepare Yourself for the Next Level of Clients. This is in response to an episode I put out recently called Working with Billionaires. I got a lot of messages in my DMs and emails and even texts from people of like, hey, great information but how do I get to the next level to work with people like that? And so I felt like this is a necessary episode. I probably should have started with this one before releasing that last one, kind of putting the cart before the horse, I guess. And so today I want to help you. If you've been in that area of, man, I'm at the top of the mid-level market as an example, and I want to push through the next, but it's just not happening for me. Or maybe you don't catch a lot of those big, big weddings that are like the luck style events. You get one or two uh, every couple of years, but you're like, I'd love to get those more consistently. That's kind of what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to give you three broad areas and then we'll dissect each of these. The first is what I call the pregame. These are the things you need to do before you can even go fishing for some of these bigger fish. The second area is going to be pricing. I want to talk through that area specifically. And then the third are funnels. Hey, private event DJs, are you still planning your clients' events with a Google Doc or a Spotify playlist? If so, let me help you out. Vibo is a music and event planning app for your clients that I've been using for years. Not only has it been a great perk in booking my services, but it's the only tool that has ever been mentioned in client reviews. Vibo saves you time. It syncs your music from your clients' requests in seconds, and it integrates with your music software of choice. Now, here's an exclusive offer for my podcast listeners. Save $10 off your first month subscription by entering the promo code DJBrianB when booking your free demo on Vibo's website. This one small change will level up your business. Visit VibodJ.com, enter the promo code DJBrianB, and book your free demo today. 
So let's start with the pregame. One of the things I learned after going to the Engage conference my first time was that my social media, comparable to some of the people who were there, was not the same. The level of events that I was showing was nowhere near the level that was being shown on some of the social medias I was seeing. So I booked a meeting with Samantha Roberts, who was running and still does the Engage social media. She lived in New York City. I lived in New York City. She graciously gave me some time over coffee and my goal was really to hire her. She was also working with Kleinfeld at the time, Marcy Bloom, and I believe one or two others in addition to Engage. And she graciously went through my social media and said right out of the gate, your stuff doesn't work. It's not going to attract the kind of the level of people that you need. So the first thing that she suggested was you need to go back through this and do an audit and pull all the things that don't make sense for the clientele you're looking for. And I have to say that was painful to hear. Not that the stuff wasn't up to par, but I just didn't want my stories to be gone. The things that had made me up to where I was. But I realized that she was right. And she said, you know, if you don't want to pull all that stuff, at least the things you do post, make sure that they're in line with the best of the best events that you can throw out there. That was the first bit of advice that I was given. Then I started talking to other experts in the field. And probably the biggest takeaway that I can give you from those conversations is that working harder doesn't always produce better results. Because if you're working the same way, you're probably just gonna produce similar results. You have to change the way you're working. And similar to that social media example, I knew that the marketing and the sales and all of the things that I had been doing up to that point was only gonna keep me at the mid-level. I was going to have to move up in the way that I worked. And that doesn't necessarily always mean spending more money, though it can. So that was the first realization, that working the same way will most likely produce similar results, so I have to work differently. The second realization was this, to really separate yourself from other people, not necessarily is it to be better, because that's in the eye of the beholder, that's subjective, but what you can define is your specialty, so niche down. The DJ industry is loaded with so many people who are all things to all men, or all women, and that is they offer a wide variety of things, and so you really don't know What are they good at? You start to look like a diner offering all kinds of cuisines and you're like, not all this can be good. Probably none of it is if they're doing this wide of an offering. So you might feel like you're limiting yourself by niching down, but I can tell you you're actually winning because now you're standing for something. You have a defined lane that you can focus on. So obviously find something that you enjoy and want to do, but look at it as a positive and not a negative. Niching down doesn't mean less opportunities. It actually means more opportunities in the things that you love. So what does niching down mean? It doesn't mean I do DJ services only. That's a start, but you need to parse that out even more. What is the thing you're known for in your DJing? For me, It's about musical curation and storytelling. I want to tell a client's story through music. In the context of a wedding, this might be a little bit of individual stories and then a couple story. So I built, and this gets to my third thing here, a process around that deliverable. And I'm constantly peeling back the onion of what more can I do with this to hit the bullseye and telling this couple's or this client's story through music. So the third pregame area of focus for you would be process, process, process. Define your process, stick to your process, preach your process. People will pay for somebody who is a specialist and has a process around around what they do. And then the fourth thing I think that really got me to the next level was getting a mentor or a coach who is either 
at that level or works with folks to get them to the next level. Now, this isn't meant to be a commercial for myself, but I do have some coaching opportunities for you. If you're interested, you can just message me a couple different things that I offer. And because I've kind of pushed through, I think I can help you if that's something that you're interested in. So let me recap those four pregame as I call it, things to getting you to the next level. One, realize that working the same way will most likely produce similar results. The second thing is to niche down, define what your specialty is. Don't be a catch-all. The third is to define process and then continue preaching that process. And the last is to get a mentor or coach who works with folks at the next level or are there themselves. That will help get you to a place where you're ready for the next level of clients. True confession time. In 2010, I had grown my performance team to 13 DJs and we were about to hit seven figures in revenue for the first time, in a small town no less. 15 months later, we were down to three of those 13 DJs and I was blaming everything and everyone. It took years for me to realize that it was my leadership, company culture, and ultimately me that were the problems. If only Brock Barton lifestyle leadership coaching had been around. Lucky for you, it is available now. And to me, this is a game changer for our industry. After everything we have all experienced in the last few years, health and wellness has never been more important. And Brock Barton Lifestyle Leadership Coaching is tailor-made for our industry. Go to brockbarton.com. And for my podcast listeners, mention Brian B. for a free one-hour coaching session. You have to first lead yourself before you can lead others. This is a can't-miss opportunity. The next area of focus I want to talk about is pricing. How do you define what that pricing looks like? Because you know they have the money to do it. So where do you price yourself at? My initial strategy was just to pull a number out of my behind and hope that it was high enough, something I would be grateful for, but also realistic enough that they would actually book at. And that's a terrible strategy. It's a rookie strategy. So pricing is going to be a tricky thing. It needs to be far enough away from your current rate where people notice and they go, oh, something must be different. So you going up a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, even that isn't going to be enough to be a head turner. A coach I was working with would say three times the number. It should make you throw up in your mouth when you say it. That's when you know you're at the right spot. So how do you get to that price point number? Well, you have to decide for your life, how many events in an ideal situation would you want to work with a client of that caliber? What are my expenses that I have to make this amount? How much time am I putting into each event? And based on that, that dictates the number of events and the number that you need to ultimately charge. That's how you get to the price point. The second thing I would say about pricing is you have to be able to explain how you got there to the point of what I'm talking about now, but also the breakout of pricing. So what am I truly paying for? When you lump it in with a package, I typically don't know what you value. Is it the speakers? Is it the day of service? Is it the talent? This isn't about defending a price. This is about explaining a price. So lay it out in such a way that it is very easy to understand and that you can explain. And the third thing I'd say is, what are the benchmarks for receiving payments? In other words, what's your deposit structure and your payment due structure look like? And can you articulate this in a way that again is explained and doesn't have to be defended? When you get those three things right with pricing, you've nailed it. Again, to recap the pricing area, defining how you get to the price point number through the process I talked to you about. The second question would be, can you explain your pricing so that you never have to defend it? And third, signifying the benchmarks for receiving payments. What's your payment structure? Why is it the way it is? Again, explain, don't defend. 
Hey DJs, real quick, Brian B here with a tip. One of the hottest DJ music pools right now is Heavy Hits. Are you familiar with it? You need to be. They cover literally every genre, from top 40 to hip hop to Latin to Afro beats and more. Not only that, but their curated playlists and charts, including trending Spotify and TikTok tracks, are second to none. The interface is easy to use, and they have a ton of exclusive edits, which I use on the regular. But you want to know the best part? For my podcast listeners, I have a special promo code that will give you a 30-day trial for $5. Yep, you heard that right, $5. Go to heavyhits.com and enter the promo code BRIANB. That's heavyhits.com, and the promo code is Brian B. All one word, no spaces. Take advantage of this right now and up your music game today. So, so far, we've covered some pregame stuff, some pricing things, and the last area are funnels. There are three areas that I want to talk about here in the funnels. The first is social media. My experience has been is as you punch up, paid social media is not going to be attracting that level of clientele. Your best bet is organic social media, which is contrary to everything you probably hear from social media experts. But remember, you're not looking for thousands of bites here. You're looking for the right kind of clientele, which my guess would be this would be under 100 amazing clients. So you want them to be rabid fans. You want this to be an organic find and them telling their friends. So it comes down to what content you're posting. Like I did, I would suggest doing a social audit and seeing if your social posts reflect reflect where you want to go. And I covered this on another episode, but look at the different ways to tell stories. Storytelling is a tremendous opportunity for you to stand out in this day and age. Separate yourself from the pretty and become even more authentic with your postings and the way you do it. That will help you get yourself in front of the right people. The second funnel is going to be planners. The higher the budget, the more likely that you're going to be working with a planner. And generally, the higher end planners take on less and less events and they're not working the mid-level events. So how do you get in front of them? Well, you need to attend things that they are attending. This is a long game approach, the planner route. But here's the good news. Though it may take longer, it'll also last longer, meaning the relationship. So don't expect to get business right away. It's going to be a development of relationships and those should be organic. It shouldn't be forced. The second suggestion for you with regards to planners is to create your own showcase for them. Can you create an event experience for planners that can then become champions for you and your brand? If you have multiple people you're trying to push, what would an event like that cost you relative to what you would be able to earn in business? Just like anything, the better the event, the better the result. I think you'd be shocked on how you can create an event showcase for planners that will yield great results. Again, this is something I've done before. I can talk you through it. Definitely have this on your radar. And the third funnel, we've talked about social media, planners, third one here, venues. Places that you want to work that are high-end, you should be an expert of these venues. Doesn't mean you need to stay on property at a Ritz-Carlton necessarily, but potentially film a venue tour. Post it on YouTube or on your socials. Let people know like what your vision is for an event space as you see it. And the other thing with venues that I would do is I would do an audit of who the creative partners are that work there. Are there any connections you already have? Can they put in a good word for you? Calling cold or trying to set up a meeting and try to get on a vendor list these days is virtually impossible. Very referral driven. So your best way in is through a creative partner or a planner that can push you to the venue. I'll never forget when I moved to New York City wanting to get on the Rainbow Room and the Plaza Hotel referral lists. When I went in cold, it was a cold reception. They just weren't interested. But when I had a creative partner who was already on that referral list say, hey, you got to have this guy on your list. I ended up on that list sooner rather than later. So that's what I have for you today. Those are just some ideas on how you can prepare yourself for the next level of clients. 
Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Comment on the social media post when I post this message. Last thing I'll mention before I sign off, I've recently started posting all of my episodes to YouTube. So if you consume content through that medium, search the Travel DJ Blend podcast on YouTube. I'm starting with this season and we'll put the backlog of previous seasons, one through four, on there as I can get to it. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. You can find this podcast on multiple platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you have a topic you'd like covered, DM us on Instagram at the Travel DJ Blend. We'd appreciate you sharing the love with a comment or a share on our social media posts for this episode. And if you are really digging the content, help us with the algorithms by leaving a review on any of the platforms we just mentioned. Until our next time together, this is the Travel DJ Blend Podcast.